Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Podcast after the show, 1015. I'll lay out my blueprint to, I'll say it, to save college football as we know it. Jeff Halfley's going off to the NFL after he was coaching the Boston College Eagles. Of course, I think he's kind of restarting the clock, though. I think he was about there for one more year, and that would have been it. Just my thought. Either way, we'll talk about that at 10-15. A lot of people uh, having a lot of opinions. Tennessee suing uh, the NCAA. The state of Virginia suing the NCAA. And uh, Kirk Herbstreet has opinions of this as well. We'll talk about it at 10-15 this morning. Mary Kay Cabot coming up at 8-20. We'll talk to her about all the machinations and whether or not Ken Dorsey will call plays for the Cleveland Browns. However, going back to the LeBron thing, I said that I was tired. I need to find a better reason for it. I don't I don't want it at the bitter end. I, I got it right now. I got myself a good vibe, and I had a good ending with LeBron. That's what I had. I can't guarantee a championship. I don't think they could guarantee a championship. If you could full-on say, Ken, we will win a title with LeBron, you would have a better chance. Well, I don't know. You can't just trade garbage for LeBron James. So people giving me you across the table, giving me Isaac Okoro and all the other and, – and who'd you say? No, Isaac I Okoro said, and what I said else? he was a massive upgrade yeah, that's over what you Max Struess yeah. and Isaac Okoro. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, you telling me Isaac Okoro and Max Struess, okay, are you going to trade those guys for him? What would you trade for him? Uh, I imagine you'd have to, to be taken seriously, you'd probably have to trade Darius Garland. Okay. Well, if I tra- start saying LeBron James or Darius Garland, I know where that conversation's going to yeah. go, so I'm not even going to start that. And yes, one could say, well, Ken, you really should have thought this out before you said you didn't <laughs> want LeBron James back. You know what? You might have yourself a hell of a point. But things ended so great, I don't, I'm tired of it. I Lima, I just did a big diatribe. It didn't end great, though, the, according to many of the fans. It how ended, did it not? It ended with him leaving and the Cavs bottoming out again. Okay. First off, yes, they bottomed out. It's not his fault they bottomed out. Well, at that level it is. It's not his fault that it's not back up to the level it is. I mean, you didn't have to draft. You did not have to draft Colin Sexton number eight overall. You did not have to do that. There's a lot of things you didn't have to do. I know that they're not where people want them to be. But it's not like they're bad. They're not a bad basketball team. They would be better with LeBron. I am just so damn tired of the whole thing that came around it. I'm happy that we've kind of separated and that he's out there in L.A. And I hope he has a wonderful finish to his career out in L.A. And I hope to bring him back within the community because he's never going to leave here. And I hope that he's a icon forever. We'll never stop talking about LeBron James. I have no ill will but against LeBron James be, whatsoever. You'd be tired in April, May, and possibly June? You think you'd be tired? I don't, yeah, you know what? I would have my hopes up, and then I would have them dashed. And then the clock is running even faster because I'd have to give up Darius Garland, and I'd have to give up. I, I don't know who else I'd have to give up to get LeBron James. And so now the clock on everything is running faster because he's approaching. Is he 40 or is yeah. he 39? I think he's 40. He just turned 40 because he's year. Yeah, because he, he might be 39. 
He's 39. So if he's 39 years old, I mean, how many more years do you think he has? So now i got to make all these other moves to start to attain things. So now I'm just going from one thing to another. I've built this up. I don't know how great this is going to be, but I can't guarantee a title anymore with LeBron. Before, it's like, hey, LeBron stays in your team. You're going to win a title. I just don't I can't but do it anymore. Just as an aside, as an aside, I don't understand how you could be hesitant to make any trade in sports thinking it's a guarantee. There's, there's, there's never going to be a guarantee. I made a guarantee. We could make I mean, a guarantee when they traded for we LeBron. Tr- we traded for Kevin Love. We had Kyrie and LeBron, and we almost didn't win a title. We were down 3-1. There's no guarantees for anything. Well, fine. 216-474-0092. Am I in the vast minority? I don't know. There's a weird, like I said, I never know how, but I don't how, wanna... how much of a fringe it is. There are people that, because he went after Trump and Trump <laughs> went after him, there's all these people that would wouldn't they say Guys, they'd never I, come to a Cavs game I, again. All right. I know people call in and they make jokes during coming in hot. I think LeBron James has done a lot of good things in the community, and I will also listen to Stranglehold. Okay? I got no problem with LeBron James and any sort of his political opinions or whatsoever. There's things I've agreed with him on. There's things I've disagreed with him on because I try to call it down the line as best I can. You could say that's right in offense. I don't – almost said something else. I really don't care – that's the way I stand on things, all right? LeBron James and the enjoyment I've had watching basketball, is it, his political opinions, whether I like him or di- dislike him, are, is not going to affect my enjoyment of him. That's not going to affect it. It's not going to affect the, the future of him being an icon in the area and his jersey going up in the rafters and a statue probably built here and built down there in Akron. All that said, I don't want it to end with the decrepit ghost of LeBron James. I don't want that to happen. I had my championship. We're no longer together anymore. I, I have to give everything else up just to go after him. And it might you might be right. We might be tapped out, and this might be better with him than it is with everybody else. But I'm tired of risking it. I'm done. I'm just done. 216-474-0092. I wish him well in all his future endeavors. That's how I feel about the guy. I know he just tweeted out the, t- the, the hourglass thing. He's telling everybody he doesn't have a lot of time left. That's what the cryptic tweet means. You do have a trade deadline coming up next Thursday, so that's why it gets brought up right now. I just, I'm just he amazed. He does like it here. Yeah, obviously. I guess I'm just amazed when people talk about, oh man, the daily drama with LeBron James, and I'm we like, we create the daily drama like, around LeBron, but he da- also he's the, a, he's accentuated. But I'm like a the bit. daily sold out crowds in Cleveland on the map, not just nationally, internationally, and the winning and the championship. That's exhausting to you? Like, then fine. I guess be the plucky team. No one gives a chance to win a championship. It is kind and of fun being the, And then when the season ends, because you don't have real expectations, you can feel good about yourself and think, yeah, we made strides this year. Isaac Okoro's improving his three-point shot. I'd rather be talking about, yeah, we just won the championship again. Just and I'll so, never forget it. But you don't understand me The rest me of my life, we won saying, another I am title. I'm tired of begging one man to come back and save my happiness a pretty, as a sports it's fan. It's a pretty good guy to do it with. It is a good guy to do with. That's why it's even a conversation. That's why he's LeBron. That's why he's in a different category. It'd be like... It'd be like uh, Patrick Mahomes. But you were the I mean, same Patrick guy. Patrick Mahomes. See, this like, is I don't want to go after Patrick Mahomes. Look at the daily drama. You were not. Taylor Swift. And look at the 
Look at the Patrick the, Mahomes the commercials. is in his prime. Look at the commercials. Stop. That's an that embarrassing but, example. But have you seen LeBron? That is an embarrassing example. Have you seen LeBron's offensive numbers? I told you they are right up there with where he was when he was in Cleveland the last time. Congratulations on all his wonderful success. But you're also the guy that was wondering if he lost a step right when they traded for him in 2014. Or excuse me, when he came back in 2014. Guys, I don't want Shohei Otani. You know the media that, that's going to be swirling that around him. That is unfair. Oh, you know it's unfair. We have to take Stop. calls every Stop. day. That's embarrassing. Oh, the media from all over the world that's going to be trying to get tickets to not games. Getting, getting oh, me. the prices. My God, the prices are going me. up. You're not getting me. You're not going to get me. You try another try another <laughs> angle because everybody knows that, that you're full of it it's when a, you say something I like that. I just wonder if people would rather fight in the struggle of mediocrity or maybe a little better than mediocrity but they don't like the expectations of actually having real championship hopes. I think sometimes I wonder if fans, they enjoy the struggle too much. I like much. the team. I like the team as they are. How about that, huh? Yeah. I had, I didn't had sound my like it a week ago from Ken, but my, now we all of a sudden love the team. What do you mean I didn't like the team a week ago? I think that's a Ken Carmen moment right there. He didn't want to flip the switch. That's what the Ken hell are you Carmen talking about? Classic. He didn't seem all that excited I last week. I didn't say week. I didn't like him just because I didn't want to flip Man. the switch. It's good to see you've come around, though, on, uh, in that regard. Finally. You're not getting me. It ain't happening. Craig and Akron, hello. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey. Go so, ahead, Craig. So, so you absolutely do not want this guy. For one, he's an alpha. He will force the team he's to get He's a what? Wrong. He's a what? He's an alpha. Oh, he's an alpha. Oh, okay. Way. I swear to God, I he's thought Craig said something. Alto? I thought he said something else. Okay, go ahead. Oh, my bad. Well, anyways, he's an alpha. He will force the team to get Bronny. He will force Bronny to start. He will trade away <laughs> players. He, he will. He wants his way. He you has know. to get his way. He's like a little 10-year-old that must get his way. And you you don't want this guy. He doesn't play defense. He's the last man. Did you watch the playoffs the last year, Craig? Did you watch the playoffs last year? He definitely did play defense. He played defense. He's the last man down the court 15 out of 16 So you didn't, well, just admit you didn't watch the playoffs last year. That's fine. You can admit it. So Colin, Colin Coward even said that he has a strategy to sit at the three-point line uh, as a strategy so Answer he that, can Tom. get back on defense easier. Yeah, Colin in the Coward right – in the regular – well, that, thank you for getting Colin Coward to agree with you on Craig, something. thank you. Uh, yes, in the regular season, LeBron is not playing a lot of defense. Yes, 100%. Jimmy Butler doesn't play a lot of defense in the regular season. You know what Jimmy Butler was doing last year? Playing a lot of defense in the NBA Finals. And LeBron is better than Jimmy Butler. 216-474-0092. Darian in Cleveland Heights, hello. Darian in Cleveland Heights, hello. Uh, yes, hi. Go ahead. What's up, Ken? Uh, how you guys doing? Hey. Good morning. Uh, I just was commenting on what you said about um, – having to tear everything down to try to get LeBron. I feel like as the Cavs, that's what we do on a regular basis. I got, I got, I got booed off of G Bush. Cause I said this, cause even when, when the first time we got LeBron back, we were crap. And then we start drafting like Tyree and Tristan and Deion waiters. We never saw what that was going to be in an Andrew Wiggins. And we never saw what that was going to be. We got that was going to be a 500 team. The rest of your life. That's Andrew why Wiggins isn't a great example. Terry, <laughs> and you're not helping me with this. Damn it. Come I know, on. I know, but look, but look, but then, but, then, but then we came back and we got LeBron back. We got the championship. We lost LeBron, And now we're back. We got Garland and everybody. And they go, I'm scared to go make a move with Mitchell. I scared to go make a move. 
and not see what we could be. They never even saw what we were going to be when we had the seven footers, when we had Jared Mobley and, and, and marketing. So we just what if a move like this, Darian? What if a move like this ensures that Donovan Mitchell signs an extension to stay in Cleveland? Now I was going to say I was going to say that. Now that is something that is I want to talk about. But then at the same time, then we just run into another problem because if you look at the way that Donovan Mitchell played without Garland, we take away one of his best attributes, and that's being able to bring the ball up, come off the dribble, shoot that three if he wants to, drop to the hole. I didn't know he was that good of a passer. So if we can get Donovan to stay, but I think we just run into another problem with Garland. Then what are we going to do then? How, who are we going to trade for his contract, and what are we going to get in return? Darian, thank you very much for the call. Okay, that was an attempt at basketball. I got no basketball reasoning for you. I know I'm bringing a knife to a gunfight about LeBron. I'm just ready for... I think, I think a lot of people agree with you, though. I mean, no. you're, you're hearing it. I think a lot I mean, of people agree with you. These are callers, though. I know I'm going into a fight, and you gave me a bunch of reasons that made me look ridiculous when you said it. And I know it. It's on the, on the surface of it, it sounds ridiculous. But I do think at some point, teams are going to be playing a lot of hot potato of... Who doesn't really want LeBron at the end? Because anytime you have LeBron, remember, I said it how many times to you where it's become a broken record. With the exception of Dwayne Wade, you don't play with LeBron. You play for LeBron. You were on his team. One guy shared it in 21 seasons. Uh, Sean on Twitter, this is so true. He goes, hey, remember the Cavs team that lost in the playing game was, quote, more fun than any LeBron team? Yeah, people were forcing the issue on that one. I think a lot of people were forcing the issue. It was a fun team. It, it was a fun team. It's fun to watch something a, a grow. a team that could not win. Oh, it, it's, it's not as fun as a championship. I understand. And maybe people were forcing it. But it's still fun to watch something grow, to watch a team grow. Is it not? Okay, all, thank you very in, much. In all honesty, I'm, I'm surprised there's not more talk about him getting traded to the Knicks. Yeah, they're the ones with the... With the and I think LeBron many, would be okay with that. How many first-round picks do they have? They have like eight first-round picks. They have like nine second-round picks. Jeez, Louise. They still have a ton, despite, you know... The, the deal they already made for um, Ananobi, they still have a ton to trade. Andrew, Tampa Bay. No, we shouldn't bring in Tom Brady. Him and Giselle's relationship, they'll constantly <laughs> compare its time to New England. He's in his 40s. I, oh, and you put it like that. They, you can't guarantee. We've already won with him. We're in a good place. Leave him over there. He's 39 years old. He's not in a good place right now. He, no, he well... He's not in a good place with the Lakers, but he's in a good place in life. Yeah. 216-474-0092. Coming up at 845, I've said it for a million years, you want your quarterback to have a little pudding. And this signifies why you exactly want your quarterback to have a little pudding. Coming up next, Mary Kay Cabot, Ken Dorsey, Kevin Stefanski. Does it matter to either one of them who's the one calling plays on Sunday? We'll get the answer from Mary Kay next on The Fan. Mary Kay Cabot on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. How the hell are you? I'm great, guys. How are you doing? We're doing well. Mick Jagger, sexy or not sexy? Oh, my God. I have to say no. I'm I'm so sorry. I feel bad, but I, I just can't say yes to that at this point. Now, Mary-Kate, some might argue, there's always some that argue a lot of things. Some might argue, Mary-Kate, that that is being ageist. Is well, that if she true? never found Mick Jagger sexy, then there's a difference. Yeah, have that you, is true. Was there a time in your life you found Mick Jagger uh, to be sexy? I think I'm going to say no to that as well. Only when he was 58, that one year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the music. I've seen the, you know, I've seen the Stones in concert. Um, I love the music. I still love the music. Might go to the, this concert, but 
I just don't know if I can go down the sexy road with Nick. I'm so sorry. I feel bad saying that, but yeah, I'm going to go no. Everybody, Lima has asked me a time or two about certain folks, and I have I've surprised the room when I've said, <laughs> "Nah, not really." On on certain, they, they go, "Really? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm a different guy, different animal." Mary Give King, me Ken, a no. Yeah. Who's one of your no's, Ken? Give um, me one of your surprising no's. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Is there a tone? You got anybody? Who's somebody who everybody likes? I'm like, meh, whatever. And you've called BS on me. We've done it on the air. I'm sure we've done it on the air. How are you on uh, Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake's sexy. Even now, some people are like, eh. He's, uh... No, he's never been high on my list of of sexy, no. Adam Levine. Yes. She likes a tattooed man. Oh, we all agree. (laughs) Oh my God! I'm I am a married woman. So, <laughs> how about Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day? <laughs> um, John Popper from Blues Travelers. Yes or no? <laughs> All right, Mary Kay. Jelly Roll. Let's do football. I love Jelly Roll. I've told you that that a million times. All right, Tone. We're gonna talk football, Mary Kay. Now, um, Ken Dorsey. I want to know one. You said Kevin Stefanski has not made his decision on who is calling the plays. Is that correct from that article yesterday? I thought you were going to ask me if I thought he was sexy. No, God. not going to ask you that. Come on. We have, you got to be professional with Kevin for crying out loud. Ken, <laughs> Go Ken I meant. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yes, he has not decided yet who is going to call the plays. It's, it's up in the air right now. I think they need to get together. They need to work together for a while. Uh, they need to determine, uh, you know, just where their heads are at with different things, you know, with the philosophy, how they might call a game. You know, I think they need to talk it through a little bit. So there's no rush to make this decision. Nobody's calling a game for a good long time. And I think that's the wise decision. I also think it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if Kevin retains play calling duty. So for all the people that want him to just quickly hand it over, you know, I don't know if that's the best decision. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is this a decision that Kevin made to bring him in or is this an arranged marriage? No, I think that um, I think that it was collaborative, not an arranged marriage by any extent, because, uh, you know, Kevin has to work with him on a daily basis, just very, very closely. They've got to be in lockstep. So there is no way that this was an arranged marriage. Uh, Kevin had to be on board with this. And you know, he was the one that made the final decision. And, it, you know, it kind of came down to the wire a little bit. Is this an admission, just the shake-up with the offensive staff, uh, the bringing in of Ken Dorsey, is this an admission that stuff is not working between Stefanski and Deshaun Watson? No, I'm not going to say that. I don't know if that – that is not the way to characterize it. I think uh, in the same way that you have seen other teams do this, even, you know, this season, I think it's – new energy, new ideas, a fresh approach. And yes, having someone in the building, uh, in in your offense, on your offense, who is really, really well-versed in the spread game, in the RPO game, has called it, has lived it, and in the drop-back world game. Uh, you know, that's what they want. They want someone who has done all of those things to great success. And And Ken Dorsey has presided over some of the best offenses in the NFL when he's been in charge of them. Yeah. Mary Kate, real quick to just to cut you off quickly. I'm sorry to do it, but 
I guess what I'm wondering is why wouldn't they have done that already? I, 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 two years earlier, what took them two years to realize that if that was the case? Well, sometimes you don't know exactly how something's going to shake out until you do it. And sometimes until, you know, someone is, is in the rooms and, you know, having contact with those players or, you know, devising the game plans or, or preparing the game plans, you know, sometimes you don't know exactly how that's going to go. And it's not like they didn't want Alex Van Pelt around anymore. They just needed someone else in that capacity that had, you know, the intricate knowledge of these other types of offensive schemes and philosophies. So I think it was more just a new vibe more so than anything. What was their takeaway from Deshaun Watson and talking about the 15-play script? You know what? We are probably going to have Kevin and Ken at some point uh, this coming week. Now, I'm leaving Tuesday for the uh, for the Super Bowl in Vegas. Looking forward to that. Um, so I hope it's before that because I really want to be at that press conference. And at that press conference, you know, I think we'll have an idea, uh, an opportunity to ask those guys some of those questions. But I don't know yet how they feel about that. I'm sure they're going to say, well, of course we're going to have scripted plays. Uh, You know, that's gone on since Paul Brown days. They're going to have scripted plays. But the key is that your quarterback has to feel comfortable with what he's doing in the beginning of the game. And when I analyzed this the other day, uh, you know, I looked at all of the first drives of Deshaun Watson, all six of him, his from this year. And, you know, he only put a touchdown on the board one of those times for about 16%. Joe Flacco, on the other hand, put a touchdown on the board on his first drive four out of five times for 80%. So clearly there was some kind of a disconnect there between, you know, what was going on with Deshaun in the beginning of those games, or maybe they hadn't gotten their mojo down yet when he was still there I you know I'm not really exactly sure why but clearly Deshaun who also threw a pick on the first or second play of the game twice and I remember clearly watching him walk over to Alex Van Pelt the second time and like dropping a little expletive not on him but just you know to commiserate with him about you know that after that you know in the Baltimore game about you know what the whatever so Clearly, they need to have a discussion about this and come to a meeting of the minds. Mary Kay Cabot, join us on the hotline. So what else do we need to know about finishing the coaching staff, uh, the potential moves? Is Bill Callahan now staying for sure? Do we know that? You know, it seems like that. um, But Brian is still going through the process of hiring. I mean, he just had um, Brandon Lynch in there this week, the Browns quarterbacks coach. You know, he just went down and, uh, you know, interviewed for their um, defensive coordinator position. So, um, you know, he's still working on that. And, I, you know, I can't say for 100% certainty how that's going to go, but from what I have been hearing lately, that Bill is sticking around here. So that's obviously – that'd be a relief to a lot of Browns fans out there. What about Jack Conklin, if I can ask? We haven't heard a lot about him. I know we heard about Kareem Hunt and him having a surgery. Where's Jack at on his – and his rehabilitation and getting ready for next year. Will there be a next year? What do you got? Well, I talked to Jack very briefly towards the end of last season, ran into him in the locker room. He seemed like he was coming along well. 
and the aim seems to be like he should be able to come back and be fine. But I think, uh, you know, that's one that everyone has to keep an eye on and, and see how that's going to go. And you did mention Kareem. You know, Kareem had the surgery. I think that he will be ready to go for someone's uh, off-season program. But, I, you know, I just don't know that it's going to be the Browns. I just don't know uh, that he's going to be in the plans again for the Browns next year. Why do you think that is, Mary Kay? Um, we also noticed, you know, at the end of the year, he, he walked with his helmet actually on his head as he walked out of the facility, almost to say, that's it, see you, Cleveland, appreciate the memories. Why wouldn't they want Kareem Hunt back? Well, they didn't want him back last year. You know, I mean, that was pretty obvious. They, they made no move, no attempt uh, to re-sign him. The ship had sailed, and it was basically over. He was on their short list in the event. They had a, a season-ending injury to Nick, and lo and behold, that's what happened. That's the only reason that Kareem was back. He knows that. And, you know, I think just from judging from his tone in his, uh, you know, locker clean-out press conference, I think he recognizes and understands that, you know, he's going to be looking for a new home probably. Mary Kay Cabot with us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Well, Mary Kay, it was brought up. I mean, they, get, they got people down at the Senior Bowl. They're watching all the practices and everything like that. Browns do not have a first-round pick. Is this something that Andrew Barry might try to remedy? Or are they going to go three years without a first-round pick? Now, I know that the first year was the trade for Deshaun and everything like that, but are they going to go that long without having a first-round pick? Or would Andrew Barry try to make something happen? And is there a person he can make something happen with with the roster that they have right now? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, with, with this crew, with this personnel uh, you know, unit, I don't really think that you can put anything past them at all. They're very aggressive. They'll do anything that it takes. But I just don't see them doing that. I mean, it would be really, really hard to get a first round pick. And these guys have done a really good job of finding players that they need in other areas. So you can get these guys in free agency. You can get players through trades. Some of Andrew's best moves have come via trades, including an Amari Cooper. Um, So I, you know, I just, I don't think they're clamoring to try to get that first round pick. Mary Kay T. Higgins has been bandied about. How realistic of a possibility is it for the Browns in this offseason? You know, I really think that the Bengals are going to do everything they possibly can to hang on to him. They'll probably tag him. So, you know, they've even said this week that they want to keep him. 
And if there's a will, there's a way, including reworking the contract of, of maybe Joe Burrow or someone else. So I don't know that they're going to let him out the door and let him possibly come to Cleveland. I think they're going to do whatever they can. They need to give Joe Burrow all the weapons that, that he can get. He needs to be comfortable you know, with his wide receiving core when he comes back this year. So I think that they'll find a way to keep him. Okay, so is wide receiver going to be a priority during this offseason in free agency? You know, I think they will definitely look at all of the available free agents. But remember, the Browns do think of their pass catchers sort of globally. And I, you know, I think they like a lot of the guys that they have. I don't know that they're going to go out and break the bank for a receiver. They will upgrade the room in some way, but I don't know if they're going to go out and get the most expensive number one free agent on the market. What about a Gabe Davis? Sorry, Tone. What about a nice Gabe Davis from Buffalo? Well, you know, I mean, that's probably more in the, you know, in the price range or category that they, you know, they, they would end up looking. Again, when you've got Amari set to make $24 million in cap charge this coming year, you know, you've got David kind of up there for, for tight ends. You know, can you really go out and spend $20 million a year on, mm-hmm. on a receiver? You know, you already have Deshaun at $64 million cap charge. So, and Miles super high. So, you know, they're going to have to be judicious in how they spend their money. And I would imagine that we're going to see some contract restructurings uh, coming along fairly, you know, fairly soon within, within the next month or so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that they would be in the second tier in terms of salary for any kind of a receiver they would bring in. Mary Kay, we can't thank you enough for the time. All the very best to you and yours, and we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Mary Kay Cabot, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Great stuff about those wide receivers as we're trying to pay attention to that. Mitch, please, coming up in just over an hour. Up next, we're looking over our neighbor's fence in the division, and uh, you want a little bit of belly jelly on your quarterback. You want a little bit of the sweet meat. All right, we have a Super Bowl coming your way here in just a few weeks. I guess it's the Chiefs, and the other team is the 49ers. Yep, that's who's playing this year. And it's the I same s- as five years ago. Oh, it is a rematch, apparently. I was down in Miami, by the way, for that. And Four it years was, ago. It was a miserable experience. Going to the Super Bowl. We were on a ski trip back then. And tried, I don't know anything about that. I can tell you that trying to get around was a disaster. It wasn't a well, lot yeah, of fun. yeah, you got all that snow. I got into two parties. I had VIP into two parties, and they sucked. They both sucked equally. They were terrible. One was a barstool party. It was terrible. Wow. Yeah. It was that is her- genuinely and we- shocking. And we had a setup. Like, we had a decent setup, and it I- was mostly dudes, and it was not fun. I think it's clear <laughs> that you start doing barstool party reviews. You stand outside of them, <laughs> and you give them One drink. Rating. Everybody knows the rules. That would be great. 35 drinks. Everybody knows the rules. And a trip to the bathroom. So, Kenny, I saw this yesterday, and it was uh, was quite honestly one of the biggest shocks. Maybe you'd seen those pictures. Maybe you have tried to. I was not shocked at all. Maybe you have tried to hunt them down in the past. But I did not know that Patrick Mahomes, with his shirt off, they called it a dad body. I don't know what you call it. I was not seeing a professional athlete that looks like a quarterback. That is as good as Patrick Mahomes. I did not expect that. Uh, I totally expected. I was not surprised. Kenny, zero so, definition at all. He he's got the belly on him a little bit. Now it's not a gut. 
there's just a little bit of no. the, a little bit of the belly jelly. And my whole point of it was is it it's it signifies everything I've been talking about and what I want out of a quarterback. You need like one of the reasons why Brady Quinn failed. I still believe he was too cut. <laughs> yeah. He was too strong. There was too much bulk on him. You cannot be a quarterback who lets it fly all over the place and be the ultimate warrior out there. It's too rigid. You need to move. Look at Mahomes. Not Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure, can can bench and can can work out and is obviously a very good conditioned athlete. But there's a little bit of belly jelly there, a little bit of the sweet meat, a little bit of the pudding. That's exactly what I'm looking for in a quarterback. If I'm going to the combine, what, next month, later this month, whatever it is, I forget, I'm going to the combine, I'm going to see everybody standing around. If you're too ripped as a quarterback, that is a red flag. It doesn't say you're out. I'm not going to tell you you're done, but I can't, I don't need a ripped quarterback. I need a little bit of belly because you got to have a little bit of a cushion to take those hits. You have to have a little bit there, all right? Also, it shows you're one of the guys. You're making more money than everybody. Everything is set up for you. Everything is it, everything the Kansas City Chiefs do. They can preach team all they want. Everything has got to go through Patrick Mahomes. They know it. He knows it. The American people know it. It shows you, hey, you know what I mean? I'm not perfect. I got a gut. You know what I mean? It's all right. Offensive lineman, you're right there with your offensive lineman. How many of your offensive linemen are shredded? Like Kevin Zeitler yeah. looks like Marius Pujanowski, and that's about it. Everybody else has a little bit of the belly on him. Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas didn't get cut to a win. He was done playing. Now yeah, he looks shredded. So well, he I, can do that now. I, I understand everything you're saying. I know there's there's the John Elways of the world that were physical specimen. Um, Mahomes is a great baseball player and yeah, athlete. Yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to go back and think, and I'm thinking about the current quarterbacks too. Like Drew Brees, what was Drew Brees' situation? Wasn't he pretty ripped? Wait. Drew Brees? Yeah. Oh, okay, let me go. You think he had a little little tummy on him? Drew I have, uh, Brees shirtless. I have Googled a lot of quarterbacks yeah. shirtless. Let's get, okay. let's get more shirt. Uh, could you, Mitch? Mitch, we need some help. Mitch, please. Already could on you, it. And a couple of these pictures. I'm going to need full frontals on at least 15 quarterbacks. I'm going to need them in the next 10 minutes. Uh, this I, He's got a little oh. bit. Of, nah, this is not that. I don't that. know, dude. This one, he's uh, pretty. He's got a. Which one are you seeing? Which one are you seeing? what year is that? I don't think that's real. All right, what was Tom Brady you don't the think last, it's real because you don't agree so with we, it? So we we all know what Tom Brady looked like at the Combine. It's a it's a famous, famous, famous yeah. picture. Tom Brady looked different in his real. first 10 years than he did his last 10 years. The last 10 years, Tom Brady, I thought with the TB12 method, started to get he a lot more ripped. He did get more ripped, especially when he was on the beach and again. would go... Who do you got? Is this another? This is a uh, Drew Brees. This is a gif. It can't be. Let me see it. Fake. All right, see, he's not gigantic. He just doesn't have Did the he tummy. shave? Did he shave that stomach hair in that? Uh, lighting is your friend, too. I mean, without a doubt, there's some shadowing going but on. But one that you would probably not think, Kirk Cousins. That dude is ripped up. Yes. Yes, no, he is. No, he's not. Hold on. I'm looking Kirk at Cousins. now. Cousins. I'm looking at Joe Burrow Joe, shirtless. Joe Boy, Burrow. We're looking at some things. On Joe some work Burrow's not ripped, but he does not have a lot of body fat. This is a cut. Look at this picture of him with the with the thing on. But yeah, he's got. I don't think he's cut. Come here, Tone. Look at this picture. All right, that's hold not on. very cut. Jared Lorenzen. Okay, wait a minute. Let me get Brady. Hey, come on. He was the quarterback guru for this show at one point. Brady for Quinn a whole week. shirtless. All right, hold on. Right, shirtless. Here we go. 
Look at Brady Quinn. All right, there's a picture of Brady Quinn, Tone. Speaking of the microphone. Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of Brady Quinn. Now, here's Kirk Cousins. Clearly, there's a difference. That's what I'm talking about. Now, one, one guy has made over $100 million dollars no, easily in his career. The other guy's talking trash about everybody on no social blubber, media. There's no blubber, though. There's no blubber on Cousins. I'm not saying you got to be a big old fatty. What I'm saying is you want a little bit of the belly jelly. That's all I'm well, pointing out. What do you think out. about this quarterback? That's Deshaun Watson. Let me see Deshaun Watson. He's shirtless. ripped, isn't he? He is ripped. Hand me your phone. I can't be looking at that all this. He's stuff. not jacked, though, is he? Would you? He's not jacked, but he's ripped. He's a little ripped. So does he need to start to alter the diet a little bit? Maybe ease up on the cardio. I'm Googling Deshaun Watson shirt. How the hell is Patrick Mahomes this athletic? Oh, come look at this, this picture. Can you explain to come me here, how here, Patrick here, Mahomes here. is that good? Come back, come back, come back. He's on the beach with his girlfriend. That ain't ripped. That will you call that ripped tone? You got a little bit of a belly on him. I do so not using that as an excuse. I don't think he looks like that in the season. In training camp. Well, you you sometimes you gain weight and sometimes you slim out. Sometimes you do that. But I can't I don't need my guys muscle so bound they showed, is what I'm saying. They showed there's a video. You saw the play against the Ravens where he is leaning back like he is doing the limbo. And they said, You've gotta you've gotta practice situations. And they showed him doing the same stretches, the same yoga poses. I'm just amazed that Patrick Mahomes looks like that and can avoid the baddest dudes in the world that are that are coming to get him. It's amazing. This picture, Looking like that. This picture of Justin Herbert shirtless. I don't know if I can talk about that one. He might be underage in that one. Good God almighty. He's <laughs> catching a sailfish, it says. All right. I'm trying to look up all the quarterbacks that everybody loves and see whether or not there's pictures of him shirtless. A lot. Some of these guys, like, okay, Drew Brees has a little bit more tone than what a lot of people want to get him. What was it? Aaron Rodgers was never... Was never that muscular, was he? Aaron, no. no, he's wiry. But what's amazing is these guys don't wear pads anymore. I, I, I really took notice of this over the weekend, really looking at not only their definition body-wise, the amount of pads and where the it's pads all, are. I, I really take an interest in this, Kenny. Do to this. What? I think we need to power rank the quarterback. <laughs> and their bodies? As far as their bodies? Yeah. It's the music. I don't care. Well, number one, easily best body has to be Patrick Mahomes. If he's the best quarterback, he's got the best body. Well, then that's that's what you build everything off of. Yeah. All right, what do you got over there? What's your number two? I'm trying to think of quarterbacks and their bods. Well, what is Lamar Jackson? He's pretty – he's he's. Boy, he's, this is week he's between skinny. the Super Bowl and postseason he's radio. He's skinny. He does, he's not jacked by any stretch. Oh, you know who's underrated? Mason Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this. Uh, has this to be is a serious no, endeavor. Matt Stafford. Oh, Matt okay. Stafford. Okay. Oh, so, look at Tom Brady's. Be- Tom Brady's. He has an. He has a grandpa belly. He's not. Wait, well, when? Yeah, he's when did he have the grandpa belly? I. I. I look think he picture, was always evolving. No, this says Stafford family working to get people food during COVID, and for whatever reason, it has a picture of Tom Brady. Tom Brady's <laughs> number two. Turn it back up again. Well, Brady's better than Mahomes right now, so I have to say Brady one, Mahomes two. Power he's not ranking an active bodies. NFL quarterback. It doesn't matter. You you said what you said, and here we are. Fine. Stafford number two. How Mahomes, do we feel? Number one. How do we feel about a glistening, with the perfect glow of dawn on Josh Allen? He takes that jersey Josh off. Josh Allen shirtless. Uh oh, he's a hoss. <laughs> Look at him. He's from California, right? Upper, like Northern California. Mm-hmm. This lived he, in Wyoming. He, he is like a draft horse. 
What a large human. I like it. I'm now, saying Josh Allen. Look at Kyler Josh Allen. is heavy. put together. Right. Russell Wilson. These are compact. Russell Wilson. Is, these are compact yeah. guys that are put together. You know what? These are nah. what we would call average size individuals. Here we go. If they weren't professional athletes. Number one. But what at Jalen Hurts? What does he squat? You're going to hate this. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts, he, he might need to take some muscle off. I agree. Number yeah, one. But then you can't do the push. Patrick Mahomes. Number two. I'm going to say Josh Allen. You know who my number three is? 2023 Pro Bowler Baker Mayfield. Wow. You guys all wanted to call him fat? You needed a little bit of pudding. It's where this whole conversation started from. That's my top yeah. three. You did say that from there day one with Baker. I have to say it. Because we hyperanalyzed his body because he was shorter. So we were like, how can he make up for more compact. the lack of size? He's not going to be a Clydesdale like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. With the flowing hair. You'll be a bit of a fire hydrant. Someone said Google Will Levis shirtless. Well, we have a break, and now we're going to get to it, I'm going to do that for the next 10 minutes. Here we are. 216-474-0092. That's the most important segment we've done in months. I do a lot of aesthetic analysis. I told you. Miles Garrett, was it or was it not true? When he was wearing a shirt, he was injured. When he's not wearing a shirt, he's feeling good. How many people noticed that, too, in in the press conferences leading up on Fridays? And here you are with these quarterbacks. You tell me a quarterback that doesn't have a little bit of a belly, that ain't good. It's doesn't a, guarantee success. Doesn't guarantee it, but it helps. We're going to need a quarterback shirtless calendar. I think that's going to be a big seller for the next holiday season. People are saying Big Ben. Absolutely. He was tubby. Yeah, he was. Mitch, please, coming up at 940. Coming up next, if I'm under pressure, I would at least like the power over my own destiny. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lyman, I'm eventually going to get to looking over a fence. Coming up on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 